All right, here we go. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 341 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. This one's supposed to be a Patreon episode. I'm going to make it available everywhere. So folks who are not patrons yet can hear what a, what a, what a Patreon episode sounds like. And you know what you're going to find out? Sound like all the other episodes, except it's an extra one every week for patrons only. This is what you get. You get an extra bonus episode every week. It's just it sounds just like, you know, it's just just like the other ones, the ones that are out on the main network. If you want to tap into that rich vein of, of of extra ridiculousness. I mean, there's hundreds of them, you know? I mean, there's three this is episode 341, every other one is Patreon. There's a ton of a ton of extra episodes out there for patrons. If you want to tap into that, if you want to double down on the surf report, you can do it easily. Head on over to patreon.com. It's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation. That's all, four bucks. It's all it takes, $4 a month, and you'll unlock the audio, and you'll get an extra bonus episode every week. Not every once in a while, like some podcasts do. Not every month, like a lot of podcasts do. Every week. That is unbelievable. That's that's good value. So head on over to patreon.com slash Jeff K and sign up today. Um, I got a couple things jotted down. I have some I have I have a bunch of phone calls which are which I love to I love to hear. Um I'm thinking about this this goes against everything everything that I that I stand for. You know, the other day I, I tried to go on Twitter on, on TweetDeck. I use I use TweetDeck. Are you familiar with this? It's it's a program. It used to be a, it was a an independent thing. Some somebody made this thing so it'd be easier to manage your Twitter account, right? And um, Twitter eventually bought it. And it's basically all the way it works is. You can set it up in columns. It has columns down, you know, across. You can have like a, the way I have it set up is I have baseball. Like everything baseball related, I can put into that column, you know, or whatever you want to do. Comedy, news, politics, what you know, whatever subject you choose, you can, it's fully customizable. And it parses out the, uh, the tweets and you only see if like if I like ninety percent of the time, all I want to look at is baseball on there. So I just go and I open up TweetDeck and I look at the baseball column, and there's all the latest. For whatever reason, all the latest news comes through Twitter. I don't know why, but that seems to be where all the breaking news comes through. So you know, baseball is a kind of important to me. And uh, I use TweetDeck to manage that. It's really good. I don't tweet. I hate. I feel stupid using that phrase. It's not even called Twitter anymore. It's called X. 
how, how edgy is that? Hip and edgy. X. But anyway, um, you know, I don't tweet much, but I, I go on there and I read news about baseball, basically. And I, I, I have other columns on there, politics, uh, which I don't look at it much anymore. In fact, I don't, you know, at this point in my life, I am pretty detached from current events. And I don't want to be one of these guys that turns something uh, like that into, like I'm, like I'm a hero. Like, I don't know anything that's going on in the world. I'm a hero. You know, I'm a hero because of this. It's like people, there's all these people that uh, have, they make decisions that are ridiculous in my eye. And, um, and they, they try to make themselves out to be heroes. I, I've never been outside the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, I, everything I need is right here. I'm a hero. It's like, I don't know. That sounds terrible. I mean, I don't know. Do you have no curiosity? Everything I need is right within the, the county I live in, Luzerne County, Pennsylvania. It's all I need, you know, like they're a hero. I've heard people say, you know, I don't save money. I don't. I don't have any money in the bank because I don't need to save money. I I spend my money. You know that kind of stuff. They, people can, for some reason, they have the ability to uh, turn themselves into heroes by making bad decisions out of me being bad decisions or out of making bad decisions. Right, I don't want to be one of these guys. I don't know anything about anything that's going on in the world. I don't want. I don't know anything that's happening in politics. I don't know anything that's going on in any kind of like geopolitical or uh, you know just just breaking news because I'm a hero. You know, I you know I don't need that anymore. And uh, you know, I'm just I'm a hero. I'm heroic for not watching the news and not not keeping up with the current events. I don't want to be one of those guys. But I, I used to be fairly, I went through periods of my life where I was fairly uh, tapped in to stuff that's going on in politics, especially, and current. And I, I knew everything that's going on in current events. It drove me crazy eventually. You know, it, it makes you crazy. I mean, because there is no such thing in this world that I've been able to find that's not biased, that's not, that doesn't have some sort of an axe to grind. And whatever you watch, I'm sure you think it's not biased. It's not biased. It's the truth. I mean, there's the truth, and then there's the, the there's the you know not the truth. I you know what? Okay, that's your opinion. <laughs> you know, that's your opinion. But that's not you know. There there there's a there's a bias baked into this thing. No matter what you're watching, and it's it, it and after you watch it long enough, you you're able to discern it, and it's irritating. You know, I mean, if you want to watch Fox News, there's an obvious bias there. If you want to watch MSNBC, CNN, whatever, whatever, there's a just an obvious, blatant bias <laughs> baked into all that. You know, and and even even like uh, broadcast news or NPR. You know, people think NPR is lofty. I mean, these people are scholarly. You know. They talk in a whisper because they're so sophisticated that they, you know, they don't they don't get boisterous at all because they're they're on NPR. They're talking a whisper, and um, they're very serious and they're biased as shit, just like everybody else. 
So there's like, like there's no uh, stuff irritates me. And and then I go on these uh, I go on these uh, social media accounts, and everybody's on there spewing. It doesn't matter what side, what which end of the spectrum. It is the same on both ends. It's liberals going watching TV and getting all fired up. And then just going on social media and just regurgitating all that shit that they just that they just saw, just getting all fired up about it. And it's the same on the right. I mean, they're sitting watch Fox News or some other. I don't know. There's a bunch of other ones, which I've never seen before, <laughs> like Newsmax and stuff like this. I don't know. I don't even know where you get these things. How do you, how do you watch these? How do you are they on cable? But anyway, you can sit and watch that stuff and just get fired up. And then you just go on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever, you know, account. Instagram seems to be a little bit less, although, I don't know. Seems like it's 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 starting to trend in that way too. But it, it, people just going, I mean, it's like unbelievable. Like there's this, there's this stereotype of, um, you know, these old white men sitting and watching Fox News getting all fired up, you know, and um, just, you know, just full of rage all the time. Well, I think that both, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, that goes both ways. I mean, look at Twitter right now. Look at Twitter right now. Let's go in there and see what's going on right now. You know, I mean, I don't you, you, that, that shit goes both ways. So anyway, I, I, I logged in. To, <laughs> I don't know how I went off on that tangent, but um, I logged in to uh, TweetDeck, and the thing says, you know, TweetDeck's behind a paywall now. You have to pay us $8 a month or $84 a year to access uh, TweetDeck. I'm like, what the? I mean, Twitter to me is going to be completely unusable if I don't have that. I'm not going to sit there and scroll through everything. You know, I'm not going to sit there and, and scroll through 500 people who have posted Donald Trump's mugshot to get to some baseball news, you know. I mean, I or or, or whatever. I mean, whatever people are talking about. I, you know, I, I just want to go to the baseball stuff. Maybe I just unfollow everybody except baseball. Just turn my entire Twitter account into nothing but baseball. That might be an option. I'd be better than paying eight dollars a month. Like when they came out with that idea about the blue check mark, you know, I was like. <sighs> There's absolutely no way. <laughs> Who in the hell would pay $8 a month to get a blue check mark beside your name? That's what it is. It's part of that. And so you pay $8 a month, you get a, a, a blue check mark beside your name, which gives you all kinds of extra benefits, like your comments, you know, are seen by more people and stuff like that. I don't know. There's all kinds of shit going on. And but the best part of it, in my opinion, is you get to use TweetDeck again. So I'm actually considering it just because I can't live without uh, without without it, you know. Probably could. I have been, but I don't know. I miss it. I miss it. I don't know. Anyway, um, so you know, do you, do you actually do? I, I don't think I. I bet I don't know anybody who actually does that. Pays to use Twitter. You know, I don't know. It goes against everything. It makes me feel filthy. The whole idea just makes me feel dirty all over. However. I do like the idea of having TweetDeck back. I don't know. I just feel dirty. We have a hill here on the side of our yard that goes straight down. And then the next door neighbors, 
you know, they're, I don't, I don't want to get into it. We have trouble with them. There's been conflict with them all the time. And, um, you know, it's hard to keep that thing. It, it, it's straight. It's almost straight down. It's almost literally like a drop off. And it's got it's got stuff growing on. It's got brush growing on the side of it. It's hard to keep it. You know, we mow the we mow the lawns and we we mow the lawn and we uh, trim the bushes and all that shit. Our, our yard looks good. They're never happy because of that hill. I'm not going out there with a machete. I mean, stuff gets like, you know, it's it's not something you can't take a lawnmower. It's not like it's I mean, it's like shrubs and bushes and or, I don't even know. It's like it's just weeds and stuff down the side of a hill, like a steep, almost a ninety degree angle. <laughs> you know, and I don't go out there and like tie a rope around my waist out there with a with a machete. You know. And, and, and like uncover a, a, a den of snakes or something, have a titsy fly stuck to the end of my dick. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. I'm not going to do it, you know. So every once in a while, we have somebody come in and we have somebody pay. We pay somebody to clean it up, and it's it's that time. So we had some guy come out today, and um, I was talking to uh, I was talking to Apple TV. Because they're double charging us, you better check your, you better check your credit card account or your or your bank account. Because they're they're double charging us. I don't know why. The guy was talking in riddles. He was talking in circles. I said, "So you confirm that you've been charging us two times a month?" Well, I, what I can say is he, he didn't want to say. He didn't want to actually say, "Yes, we've been charging you two times a month." I said, "But you, you know," he goes, "I do see two accounts." I said, so you're charging the same credit card twice a month. Well, I, I do see two accounts. You know, he's talking in circles. He didn't want to say anything. Felt like he was like on the on the stand or something. I said, cancel one of them, leave the other one open. You know, and then I want a refund for all the months. He goes, well, you know, and then by, then this guy stopped by to to do give us a price on the, you know, and um. I don't know, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then the phone's ringing. I got off the phone with the Apple, and my son called. Who he's working at the same place I'm working at. This is his first week. This is like pure chaos, you know. And then tomorrow, listen to this crap. Listen, tomorrow we're going to Pittsburgh. This is gonna all right. So this is gonna be it's like in the morning. We're leaving early morning. All four of us are going to Pittsburgh. Moved the younger boy into his new apartment out there. He signed a one-year lease, and he's going to be gone. He's going to be moved out of the house. And this this time, he's he you know, he's moved out twice before. One time, COVID. He went to Temple University, and COVID shut that shit down. I think he was down there for nine days. Maybe seven. I don't know. It was a short period of time. Six. I don't remember. <laughs> it was some short amount of time. And they shut the entire place down, closed the campus. Everything went online, kicked everybody out of the dorms and the apartments and stuff. So that that and that that didn't pan out. And then he got an, he got mad one time and he got an apartment in Scranton and that didn't pan out. And he broke the lease on that. So this is this this one he can't back out of. So this this one feels different. This one feels like this is going to be a, like a real actual move out. 
So it's kind of like, I don't know, everybody's, I'm kind of sad, you know. I don't like, I don't like this kind of change, you know. I mean, he's lived with us forever, you know, his entire life. And now he's not going to be here anymore, you know. I mean, I, I know that's the way things go, and I know that's the um, just the way of the world and the way, you know, life works. But these transitions are not always easy, especially on me, kind of emotional, you know, I feel like I'm like dead inside, but then sometimes I realize I'm not. But um, you know, so we're gonna drive all the way out there. It's not not close. We're gonna help him set up some stuff up and haul some stuff in. We're gonna take two cars over there, and um, it's a small little apartment. We've already seen it. And it's uh, it's not very big. It's a studio. It's like basically one room plus a bathroom. You know, it's small, but it's nice. It's, there's nothing wrong with it. And we're going to get him set up, set up his desk in there, and, you know, um, you know, I'll just get him all set up, and then we're going to head back. We're heading back on the same day. So we're going to be doing a lot of driving in a short amount of time, and uh, there's going to be some emotions involved in him moving out, you know, and I'm, I don't know, I don't know, I hope, I hope it doesn't, I hope it's not terrible. But it's going to be, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. I'll probably be blubbering. I'll probably be driving down the interstate blubbering. <laughs> Hope not. I don't know. It's not a good look for a, you know, a grown man to blubber, you know. But anyway, we'll see how that goes. That's tomorrow. And then the next day, Sunday, uh, I got to do an overnight work overnight, which I'm not used to. So, I don't know. If I can get to Tuesday, I feel like things will calm down a little bit and hopefully that'll be the end of it. We're going to get somebody to do this stupid hill. It's going to cost us several hundred dollars. I don't know. I I, I, I want to get to the next place where I, I don't have to deal with any of that shit. I don't have to worry about roofs. I don't have to worry about any kind of yard work. I'm done, man. I'm, I'm done with all that stuff. I don't want to deal with any of that anymore, ever. All I want to do is I want to I want to move into a townhouse and pay a monthly fee, a homeowner's association fee, and they take care of all that stuff for me. And all the grass is mowed. All the bushes are taken care of. There's no snow because we're not going to be living here, I hope. I hope it works out that way. And I don't have to worry about any of that shit, you know? And all the maintenance is done. You just have to pick up the phone and they come and do it. That's what I'm looking for. That's the next that, That's the next chapter. <laughs> yes, there's too much going on. It's too much. It's very stressful. All right, but anyway, I have three phone calls that came in over the hotline. The first one is from our old buddy Ian, and here it is. Hey Jeff, it's Ian in Scotland. Um, so, just wanted to keep you in the loop. Um, just back from Prague in the Czech Republic. Uh, me and my girlfriend took a three day city break over there. It's pretty cheap, 300 pounds, British pounds. Uh, five star hotel, flights from Edinburgh, was not the like. It's all good. Um, but, so we're booked into. Did a bit of research. Um, so we're booked into a city sightseeing tour on day one. We plane lands, we get to our hotel for about 11, 
City site, same tour, it's booked for 2pm, excellent, get the lay of the land, find out what's what, that was the plan, okay, so, say okay, we need to leave maybe, say it's to turn up 15 minutes beforehand, we'll leave half one, fine, so, girlfriend checks, shit, this tour starts at 1.45, we should be there for half one. Right, okay, panic. <laughs> we need to go. Where, where, where's this? Where do we get picked up? Navrim Sleep Plaza or So, Google Maps. Google Maps is fucking useless, by the way. And Prague, downtown Prague, is just full of tourists looking at their phones, looking up and down and side to side because Google Maps is shit. Oh, wild, wild. That is the cause of a th- thousands of divorces. <laughs> thousands of divorces. Endless heartache. Uh, it's bad. So, um, yeah, so, question for you. Do you use Google Maps? <laughs> I, by the way, I've got a ton of other fascinating, hilarious stories from this trip. Prague's a hoot. <laughs> um, right, okay, but do you use Google Maps? That is the question. Okay, adios. Prague. Man, I saw those pictures that you were posting, Ian, on um, Instagram. Beautiful. 300 pounds cost you to fly out there and stay in a hotel? That sounds like a, an unbelievable, unbelievably good deal. Um, I would love to go there. Czech Republic, heck yeah. Czech yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think I posted your uh, Instagram account on the uh, website before. People need to check that out, uh, so to speak. They need to check that out. Because um, uh, Ian posts some beautiful. I mean, he, when he's driving through Scotland, when he's doing his driving job, he would post these fantastic pictures of the Scottish, uh, you know, landscape. Beautiful, and all those those uh, Czech Republic, the the Prague photographs, unbelievable. I'd love to go there. I mean, I, I I'm very jealous, and um, that's uh, that you know that, that's great, man. Um, as far as uh, Google Maps go. Um, yeah, I mean, we, well, I use Waze, W-A-Z-E. I don't know if that's an international thing. I use that because I had a little run in with uh, Google Maps because it, I don't know, something happened. I don't remember what it was. It's one of those things, like I said last in the last episode, sometimes I can't remember the details of of what happened. All I remember is the emotion. I can remember the emotions that I felt. But I don't remember what caused the emotions. Are you? Are you? Are you guys hip to this? So I, anyway, something I had a problem with it. And I had I had Google Maps for years, and I used it all the time. And I had some kind of issue with it. And um, I use Waze now. I like it a little bit better. You know, one of the things that on that Waze, uh, it'll say, uh, "Caution: Dead dog on the side of the road." It's like real specific stuff. Caution. You know, abandoned car on the side of the road, that kind of stuff. It gives you all kinds of caution, speed trap ahead. Caution, human cadaver, halfway lying in the right lane. Proceed with caution. Caution. 
But anyway, I like Waze. Um, but it's very similar. Tony still uses uh, Google Maps. And um, in fact, I have a recent Google Map problem that we encountered when we were in Pittsburgh last week, two weeks ago, when we went to that baseball game there. We were walking. We're on foot. And she she had it up on her GPS. You know, she had Google Maps open. And we were trying to find this place called Southern Tier Brewing Company. And it, was, it said it was like... You know, 0.3 miles from the hotel. That thing had us going all up in the... I mean, I don't know what the hell's going on. I mean, it, it took us in this long, convoluted... We're up in some neighborhood. like, And then when we found out where it finally was, we were like walking along this highway where there's no sidewalk and there's cars zipping by. I'm like, what in the hell? It's like super humid. I mean, just breathtakingly humid, you know? And we're like walking and walking. I said, this is a lot farther than 0.3 miles. I feel like we're on like mile four already. And then when we found out where the place was, it's like literally right down the street. It's like straight, like literally you walk out of the hotel, make a right and walk, you know, a quarter of a mile and it's right there. That thing had us up in the in, in this neighborhood. We're like walking on broken uh sidewalk my my ankles were rolling my, you know I was like stepping in holes almost fell out in front of a you know a tractor trailer I was like what the I said why is it taking us what is what is the the story I mean it's literally literally right down the street <laughs> just walk out make a right it's there so yeah and I, I hear what you're saying you know you're right we were arguing. Me and Tony were arguing by the time we got there. That started raining because <sighs> yeah, it took so long. I think we walked like four miles. I'm not even kidding. For a .3 mile uh, destination. And then, you know, I said, turn that shit off. I know how to get back. You know, I said, I don't use that to go back. I know where it is. It's literally straight down this road here. And we, we walked right to it. You know, God, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I don't generally, I don't use it anymore. Tony still does. She says it's, she says it's better than Waze. I like the Waze. I like the I like the the detail. You know, I like the detail. Caution: two people having sex on the side of the road. You know, I like it gives you a lot of detail. You know, I like it. But um, anyway, um, thanks for calling. Thanks, Ian. By the way, um, these next two calls are um, people who with the. Uh, travel problems and you, you even had some uh, travel problems there with that with that quick turnaround on the uh, the sightseeing tour you know people look down their nose hipsters you know like look down their nose at those sightseeing tours you know <laughs> I wouldn't go on one of those things you know because I'm far too hip and cool I don't I like to march to my own drummer you know all that stuff. So those things give you a quick overview. If you go to a city and uh, you've never been there before, it gives you a quick overview. It's a good, I mean, we, we like those. You know, that, you just get on a bus and it takes you around. They tell you a little bit about it and it gives you an overview. It gives you a glimpse of the entire city and then you can use the rest of the trip, you know, double them back to some, the stuff that especially, you know, you liked especially. I like that, but um, yeah. Thanks for calling Ian, and I'm I'm jealous of your Prague trip. I need to get over there someday. You know, Tony and I need to get over there someday and um, 
maybe someday we will. But um, thank you for calling, Ian. Call anytime. This next call is from our old buddy Patrick, and here it is. Hey, Jeff. Patrick here. Uh, bad vacations. I got a few of them for you. Uh, went to Seattle. Um, got on the plane, and my ear got stopped up from the altitude. Landed in Seattle, and it was still stopped up. Um, tried every trick in the book you could try to get to to make my ear pop. I bummed around Seattle for about three days. Got back on the plane to come back home. My ear pops. I land back in Memphis. Ear's perfect. Uh, went, me and my ex-wife went to Chicago one year for New Year's. Uh, bummed around Chicago for three or four days. And on the day we were going to leave, uh, a blizzard blew through. Uh, this is about 10 years ago, and the entire state of Illinois was a sheet of ice. It took us three days to drive home uh, from Illinois, which is normally about a seven-and-a-half-hour drive from here to Chicago. Um, went down to Fort Myers Beach, Florida, again with my ex-wife's family, which is way south down on the Gulf side of the peninsula of Florida. And on the second day we got there, a tropical storm blew in. And it was that Forrest Gump sideways rain blowing through. So we went for about two days, three days of sitting around the hotel. We decided we were going to leave. Two-day drive back in sideways rain, and we got to about the middle of Alabama before it stopped. Sucks. Terrible. Um, me, again, me and my ex-wife took our my son when he was about a year and a half old. We met her sister, and their daughter, who was about two and a half years old, in Panama City Beach and stayed in one of those high-rise condos, do not fucking recommend that at all. It was complete pandemonium. There was two fucking elevators in this whole building. You couldn't get on an elevator. You couldn't go anywhere because that main drag was full of fucking people. Taking a year and a half old to the beach was a terrible, shitty idea. Fucking terrible. Absolutely fucking miserable. That was the weakest, miserable week in my life. Almost, except for this next story. Two years ago, again, went down to Florida. Me and my son were playing with water guns in the pool. Complete accident. He shoots me in the ear, again, my left ear. I woke up the next day in agony. So I went to this minor med, and I got me some eardrops and some antibiotics, and it was... For the rest of the week, I couldn't talk, I couldn't chew because I couldn't move my jaw. I was in so much pain. I all I did was I could just lay there. It was Johnny Cash Sunday morning coming down. I was no way to hold my head. It didn't hurt. Oh, uh, then I had to drive the ten hours back home in agony. Uh, anyway, I went to New Jersey one time for uh, for business, and they lost my luggage. I had to wear the same shit um, for a week. So that that really sucked. Uh, Anyway, um, yeah, I've had my share of, of bad vacations. Uh, trying to, I tried to keep all that quick, uh, but I could go on and on and on about miserable vacations. So I don't, I don't like to travel for obvious reasons. Anyway, man, keep up the good work. I'll uh, uh, see you. Holy mackerel! <laughs> you had a long list of uh, of issues. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, I had a long list too, but. Um, yeah, ear trouble. I hate ear trouble. I, ha- I I'm susceptible to that as well. I I hate that. I, it it makes you disoriented. It, it, it throws off your equilibrium. You know, your it, it just messes everything. It ruins everything. When my when I'm having, I've learned to just leave my 
leave it alone. If it starts to move in that direction where it's clogged or it feels like it's all clogged up, clogged up, I've learned to just leave it alone. Let it, let it, you know, don't try to coax it in. Don't try to make it pop because every time you attempt to make it pop by wiggling your, like, like your pinky in there or something, pulling on your earlobe, you know, sometimes you can pull on your earlobe and make it pop, that kind of stuff, uh, that seems to make it worse, you know. So I just leave it alone. It takes a lot of willpower to leave it alone because your natural inclination is make this stupid ear pop so you can get back to normal, live a normal life. So, I'm, you know, I'm susceptible to that, too. That sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. You know, I, I'm very uh, familiar with that, and it's terrible. Chicago blizzard. Yeah. I mean, that that's no good. Took three days to get back. You drove back in a blizzard. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> I, you know, it's no good. Um, Fort Myers, Florida, tropical storm, and the sideways rain. Yeah, I told you when we went to Myrtle Beach that year when it was raining all the time. It was cold. It's like we were staying in that motel. Eh, it just it like ruins everything. God. Um, there was it wasn't a tropical storm, but it may as well have been. We couldn't do anything; just destroyed everything. Sucks, you know. And uh, Panama City high-rise condo. I liked your passion on that one. <laughs> uh, that was hilarious. Um, sounds like you didn't didn't enjoy that stay. Um, high-rise condo, packed. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, you know, I, I like Myrtle Beach. It's very touristy, but we don't go in the middle of summer. Because I think it would drive me nuts, you know. I mean, when we go, when we go, we go in the off season. We usually go in October. Perfect time to go, because it's still warm, still hot down there, and all the kids are back in school. So there's a limited. I mean, well, it's, it, there's still people there, still a party atmosphere, but it's not just a just an absolute cluster like it is in the summertime. Um, I don't know if I could. I mean, I, I I love going to Myrtle Beach, and I love I love those kinds of places. But uh, you know, I don't like it when it's running full, just wide open like that. And when it's just you can't go anywhere, and there's traffic everywhere, there's people everywhere, the, the restaurants are packed, and you can't get a table, and everything's just chaos. I don't know. I, don't know, I can't handle the aggravation, <laughs> especially at this age. No way. Um, but, um, yeah, I hear what you're saying about that. Uh, another ear problem with the water gun. Oh, yeah. So, so, so your kid shot you in the ear with a water gun and that triggered it? Man, oh, man. <laughs> and then it popped as soon as you get, got home. Yeah. And um, you couldn't move your jaw. And then you got cut off with the bed bugs. I've never, I've never had experienced bed bugs. Although that that one place in the Smoky Mountains wouldn't surprise me if they had them. That place is a shithole. That's where I put that Walmart bag on my head. So I didn't want my head to touch the linens, the so-called linens. Yeah, I don't know. Lost luggage. I've never really had that problem. I've forgotten stuff. Like, I've forgotten to pack stuff. And um, you had to wear the same clothes for a, <laughs> for a week. I'd have been going to Target or something. I don't know. So, anyway, that's uh, that that's a... That's a hell of a list, man. You've had some bad luck. But I'm sympathetic on the ear thing, you know. 
And I, you know, I, I don't, I don't check my luggage anymore when I fly. I just get it. It doesn't matter how long I'm going to be gone. I just stuff it all in a in a carry on. <laughs> like everything, it's limited. Everything I take, it's just limited to a carry on. I just put it in the overhead bin, and then I have like a like a backpack or something. So that's what I have. That, those two items for an entire ever how long I'm going to stay, it has to fit in those two. You know those two pieces of luggage, uh, carry on, and a backpack, and that's it. That's everything. Because they they lose stuff, and then you know it doesn't show up for a month or whatever. Screw that. So anyway, thanks thanks Patrick for calling. Uh, that was a good one. And uh, you said there's even more. I, you could go on and on. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. That sucks. That, that sounds that's like a long list of terribleness. And finally, our last call is from Stephen, Texas. And here it is. Hey, Jeff. Stephen, Texas, on the road. Disappointing vacations. Well, I don't think this was as disappointing for me as it was for my parents, but road trip in a big Ford Econoline van, open in the back. My parents drove from the Midwest all the way to Virginia Beach. And my brother and I, we weren't exactly getting along, we'll just say it that way. So at one point... My stepdad pulls over, goes into a lumber supply company, and gets a four-by-eight-foot sheet of plywood and builds a divider between us and puts us both (laughs) into separate cells on either side of the van. So that's one of those stories we hear every year when we get back together as a family. I don't remember much more, but uh, my parents certainly remember that. So there you go, Jeff. Hope you're having a good one. Bye. That's awesome. (laughs) That is great. So that your dad actually went and bought plywood and built a divider. That's awesome. I love it. My dad would be like, he'd just be yelling back there, you boys knock it off. Turn this shit around. <laughs> you know, that's what, that's, that would be the card there. That would be the plywood divider. It would be an implied one, uh, you know, but um, that's, that's excellent. That's, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, me and my brother, although I don't know if we fought all that much. Our kids, on the other hand, they fight a lot throughout their lives. Our two boys, yeah, they can't. They've gone through periods of time where they can't get along at all. They get along now. There, there seem like everything's cool now. But uh, there's been periods where we could have built a, a, a divider, you know, you know, because they they weren't getting along. But um, I understand that too. Those those, those trips with the with the whole family, whew, mercy. They sound so wonderful, and you know when you're planning it, it's all exciting. You have romantic visions of how it's going to work out in your head, and then it's just like, you know, like that trip we took to Tampa like last year. I mean, we, you know, that didn't go very well. <sighs> you know, you know, like when you're planning it, it's all exciting. It's you know, all you see in your brain is the the best version of events you know this is going to be fun it's going to be wonderful well we did some fun stuff out there or down there but overall i would no i would not give it a very good high rating i'd give it maybe a c c plus there were there were definitely problems during that trip but um you know I'm, i'm sympathetic to that too so thanks steve thanks for calling patrick ian you guys are welcome to call anytime you want the rest of you guys who are listening to this, 
also call anytime you want. The number is 570-290-8151. If you have more travel horror stories or uh, you know disappointing vacations, for whatever reason, give me a call. 570-290-8151. You know, we, we, we can, it doesn't matter. Call next week or a week after. It doesn't matter. Call in a month. Tell us your stories. You'll almost certainly be part of my future show. So thank you guys again for calling in. And again, if you want a two of these a week instead of a measly one, patreon.com is your place. Patreon.com slash Jeff K. That's the place. $4. Almost said five, but it's not even five. It's four. Put it on a credit card. You won't even notice it. And, and, and you know what you'll get in return? An extra episode every week. Just like this one you're listening to right here. So do it up. And the WVSR.com is the, the hub of the entire West Virginia Surf Report universe. So visit there as well. I haven't been very good about uh, updating it recently. But like I say, after Tuesday, things should calm down a little bit. And then we'll get back into the groove. And so anyway, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for everything. And until next time, which will be over on the main network... You guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. Fly stuck to the end of my dick. <laughs>